You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Wisconsin Sportsman Podcast, which is brought to you by Tacticam. This is your home for all things outdoors in the Badger State, and I'm your host, Josh Raley, and... You're probably thinking to yourself right now, uh, man, Josh, your audio this week sounds really, really terrible. Well, there's there's a good reason for that. Number one, I left on Friday, last Friday, to head up to Iowa. And that means I am staying in a small pop-up camper uh, in the middle of this wintry weather that we've been getting over the last couple of days. But I am in a, in a small pop-up camper instead of my normal kind of sound treated studio so that's going to make it sound a little bit different the second reason is probably the biggest reason and that is because i forgot the charging cable or the power cable for my soundboard and what that means is i've got the soundboard i've got the mics i've got everything that i need except for the dadgum thing that'll make it turn on so i do not have my soundboard i'm recording this directly into my computer uh, i also can't get my airpods to record into GarageBand for some reason today. That's never happened before either. So yeah, you just get my straight audio talking at my computer, which I can't imagine sounds very good. But uh, man, I hope you are having a fantastic week. We've had some really cruddy weather here in the Midwest. I got to Iowa on Friday evening and the next day was great. Sunshiny, 75 degrees the next day. So it was a little hot. Um, and was doing some hunting and I'm going to save the whole story for the next episode but I went out on Iowa public ground trying to find some birds and I found birds absolutely but I also found people and then more people and then more people finally at the end of that day I'd run into nine people on different pieces of public and on the other pieces of public where I was not running into people, I was also not finding birds. And so um, I bounced around to a lot of different places, like 12 or 13 different public land spots in a single day. So uh, I covered a ton of ground. I ended up asking permission from a farmer 
got a bird yesterday morning, packed everything up, drove over to Wisconsin. Now I'm camping here in Southern Wisconsin and was out doing some scouting this morning. Looks like there are birds everywhere in all the right places where they usually are. So I've got really high hopes for this period A that begins uh, tomorrow morning. I guess it'll be the day this launches actually because I'm going to be a day late uh, launching this given all of my travels and everything. But we've got a really good episode in store for you today. I'm talking with Zoe Phillips from Tacticam. Now, just yesterday, I got to film my very first kill with the 6.0 camera and oh my goodness, it's fantastic. I love it. You're going to hear us talk about that in this episode. We're also going to talk tips and tactics and tricks and all kinds of things with Tacticam. We're going to talk about all of their products. We're also going to talk about Zoe and how she got into the outdoors. Just a, a really good and interesting conversation. So make sure you hang around for that. A couple of things to take care of here before we get started. Number one, if you are looking to film your turkey hunts this year, there is no simpler and easier way than with a Tacticam 6.0 or Solo Extreme camera. You can find them on their website, Tacticam.com. Right now, well, I'm not sure if it's over yet, but they were running a really good deal where you could get the 6.0, an extra battery, and a barrel mount for just 300 bucks, which was gonna save you like 50 bucks or something like that. Uh, with this turkey hunting package, but I don't know if that deal is still going on, but the cameras aren't that bad anyway, not too expensive. So head over to their website, tacticam.com. I've been loving the 6.0. That little screen on there is just, man, it, it puts it light years in my mind beyond previous models. And I was really, really happy with my 5.0s and the 5.0 wide that I had, but man, this 6.0 is just really, really nice. If you're looking for a budget friendly model, the Solo Extreme is gonna be what you need. It's also going to give you really good footage. It's just going to be HD instead of 4K, which, hey, you know, unless you're putting it on TV, who really needs 4K anyway? But also you need to check out their mounts and adapters. They are fantastic. The new mounts that go with the 6.0 are just, I, I think, some of the best ones that they've produced so far. So, yeah, head over to their website, tacticam.com. Check it all out. Next up, Huntworth. I have officially broken in the Huntworth uh, tarnin pattern while turkey hunting. I've now turkey hunted in Georgia, turkey hunted in Wisconsin, I mean in uh, Iowa, and then as of tomorrow I'll be turkey hunting in Wisconsin in this tarnin pattern, and I have stayed super concealed from wary gobblers. Now, one thing I just have to highlight because we've had such cruddy weather over the last couple of days, I did not pack for like snowy and wintry conditions that I found myself in in the Midwest. When I left Georgia, it did not say that there were going to be uh, temps in the 20s and 40 mile an hour winds and three inches of snow. Uh, yeah, it said it was gonna get a little cold, it said it was gonna rain, but it didn't. I, I didn't expect it to get as bad as it did. So anyway, I did have, however, my Elkins top and bottom, the Elkins pants, the Elkins jacket. I had my rain suit, obviously, from Hunt, from Huntworth, which I'm a huge fan of. And I had the Saskatoon vest, which has got the heat boost technology in it. And guys, I stayed warm. I stayed comfortable. Coupled those with their base layers. And I was out hunting. Uh, you know, the wind chills were in the low 20s. And I was comfortable. Was I a little bit chilly, wishing I had maybe the, uh, the Saskatoon pants or Saskatoon jacket as well? Yeah, I kind of wished I would have. But what I was wearing is not meant for 20 degree weather. So... Uh, go check them out, HuntworthGear.com. Excellent camo, good prices, good people. And then last but not least, Onyx. Guys, it played such a huge role in my success in Iowa. 
I could not have done what I did without Onyx. Checking out all the public land spots, marking the gobblers I was finding, finally finding not only a, a farm that looked really good, but finding landowner information so that I could then get a hold of the farmer, uh, have a good conversation with him, get access to the property, find a good spot on the property uh, where I believe, based on the map, how, where birds would be roosted. And uh, yeah, just fantastic. I'll share more of that story when I share the full hunt story, but suffice it to say, I was looking for a low spot on the property where birds would probably be congregating on a cold, windy day. And that is exactly what I found using the topo lines on Onyx. You can go to their website, onyxmaps.com to learn more, or you can find them on the app store of your choice. Now with all of that out of the way, let's jump into the conversation talking about Tacticam and all their products with Zoe Phillips. All right, joining me for this week's episode of the Wisconsin Sportsman Podcast is Zoe Phillips from Tacticam. Zoe, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Of course, right as I kick the show off, an airplane or a, a helicopter is flying over my house right now. So, uh, guys, if you can hear that at home, sorry about that. But, uh, Zoe, you've been with Tacticam now for how long? I've been here almost a year. Almost a year. Good deal. And you're liking it so far. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Aaron and Rudy, those guys haven't run you off yet? No, I honestly think of them as like older brothers to me. We have such a fun, fun relationship. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Zoe, why don't you, uh, this is the first time we've had the opportunity to talk. I've I've talked to several other folks from Tacticam before. Uh, Why don't you kick things off by kind of telling us how you got your start in the outdoors and then how you ended up at Tacticam because... As I always like to point out with uh, folks that I'm talking to from different outdoor companies, you know, you're living a lot of people's dreams. A lot of folks are thinking to themselves, man, if I could just get into the hunting industry, uh, that would be awesome. I'd love my job, love getting up every day and and going to work for that kind of company. So tell me about how you got into the outdoors and then how you got your start with Tacticam. Yeah, so I've always wanted to hunt. I've always been really into the outdoors. Um, I grew up riding horses and just, you know, always wanted to deer hunt with my grandpa. And my family's not big on hunting, not big on the outdoors. So my grandpa went and, you know, would deer hunt for opening weekend. And that was about it. If he got a deer, he got a deer. If not, you know, it wasn't really anything. So I remember I was, eight years old and I'm like mom please like let me go with grandpa and go hunting and she's like no you know you're not old enough yet you can't do that yet so they're like when you're 10 years old you can go and you can get your license here in Missouri after 10 so I remember on my 10th birthday I was like mom all right I want to go and get my conservation license I want to go hunting and she would not let me she was not for it so I turned 16 and I went and bought my first rifle and I went out deer hunting and it was so fest and went out hunting for the first time and just absolutely loved it. So I didn't get started in the hunting industry until later, but every single year I just get more and more involved and, you know, just do everything that I can. It's, you know, sometimes it's difficult. I'm really the only hunter in my family. So I kind of just, you know, learn and listen to podcasts and learn that way. But I mean, I absolutely love it. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that learning curve for you. I mean, as as somebody not coming from a hunting family, right? Like that that can be really really tough. I mean, you know, one of the one of the most common, I guess, pieces of feedback that I get for the shows that I do is is guys who reach out and they're like, "Hey, I never had a mentor growing up. I never had somebody to teach me how to hunt growing up. I'm trying to figure all of this out now as an adult. You know, can you help or 
or, you know, hey, you know, these shows have been really helpful. So what's that learning curve been like for you without having somebody kind of showing you the ropes? Yeah, so I love um, Drury Outdoors podcast has been awesome. I've listened to that one a lot. And, you know, really just getting out there hunting. And for me, I'm such a visual hands-on learner that I just have to go and make the mistake. I have to go out there, set my stand in the wrong spot. I have to take a shot. That isn't always great. I have to practice a lot and, you know, just really trial and error and going out there and, you know, giving yourself plenty of time to scout, know the area, learn deer signs and, you know, for turkey season coming up, learning turkey signs and all of that is, you know, it's really just been going out there and giving it a shot and learning each hunt every single day. I mean, it's, you know, you still have to keep in mind they're wild animals. So you're, there's always something that's going to happen, but if you can learn their patterns and learn, you know, things like that and take advice from anybody and talk to anybody that's willing to talk to you, then that helps a lot. I feel like everyone in the hunting community is so friendly and so open and easy to make friends with that, you know, anyone will go out there and give you tips or help you out along the way as well. Yeah. I think that's really good. I think a lot of guys today, because of what they see in hunting media, are are really kind of afraid to make mistakes. Like, they're afraid to go out there and put their stand in a wrong spot. Or they're afraid to go scouting and, and not find anything. Like, they they almost hold themselves back because they're afraid of going out there and making the mistakes. When, in reality, that's the best way to learn. Like, you can have a mentor tell you things and show you things all day. But until you take that ownership and you start going out there and you start making the mistakes and you start, uh, you know, you spend a morning for four and a half hours watching deer cross, you know, just out of your shooting lane. And, uh, boy, you learn, you learn real quick from that one. Uh, (laughs) That can be really frustrating. So, all right. So tell me how you got your start then with Tacticam, because like I said, you're living the dream for a lot of folks. Yeah. So I found a company called Her Wilderness. And the owner is Mackenzie Thompson, and she's great. So she has a whole organization where us women go on these hunting trips, and, you know, we take other women out hunting and just have a really good time and open the door for many women that don't have the opportunity to go hunting. So I got really involved with that and became the Missouri Trip Coordinator. From there, I just posted a lot on social media and posted a lot of content and kind of found Tacticam that way because I started getting interested in filming and David Lynn at the time was my um, the Missouri um, like team leader and he reached out to me and you know asked if I was interested in joining Tacticam from the team base and just posting content putting a camera on my gun and going out there and said yeah absolutely I'd love the opportunity and I'm really excited about it so I started on the team and then from there, they started hiring in our customer service department, and they asked me if I'd be interested, and I jumped on the opportunity. I mean, I never would have thought my life a year ago would be, you know, fully changing into the outdoor industry. So I took the leap and joined, and at the time, I was in nursing school. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Uh, I had a year left of nursing school, and I decided it wasn't for me, and I wanted to pursue my life in hunting and changed my degree to digital marketing. And I graduate this semester with my degree and I'm now the social media community manager at Tax 
Coliseum. Wow. Well, congratulations. You got graduation coming Thanks. up. That's awesome. How long do you have? How long do I have until graduation? Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks? Holy cow. Three so are, weeks. Are you pretty much done with coursework at this point, or do, or are there still some things that you're trying to wrap up? There's a few things we're still trying to wrap up, a few projects, and then going into finals week. But other than that, I am pretty much done. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, congratulations on that. I know that's a that's a big accomplishment. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you know what got you interested in in filming your hunts. You know, you mentioned that you had kind of first started thinking about and getting interested in filming your hunts, and I went through the same kind of transition over the last couple of years. And um, so I'm curious, what got you, you know thinking, you know what, I think I want to start filming this stuff. Yeah, so I was in Arkansas on a speckle belly goose hunt, and it was beautiful. I mean, the sunrise was perfect. Just If you've ever hunted speck, it is such a cool experience, or waterfowl in general is just such a fun, fun experience. I, I would, you know, choose waterfowl hunting over anything. So I was just thinking, you know, looking up at the sky and how fun it was to shoot, and you know, we had our phones kind of set up on the blind, but when you go to shoot, your phone falls down, all of that. I'm like, how fun would it be to, like, get a tax cam? You know, I've seen the content. I've seen their social media pages and all of that. I'm like, it would be a lot of fun just to actually film my hunt and get good content and be able to watch this over and over and, you know, show my friends, show, you know, my grandpa, who's always been, like, my biggest supporter in hunting. Like, it'd be awesome to show him this and see, you know, what I see and be able to relive it. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's exactly what, what got me interested in it. So I start, we started having kids and, uh, our kids started to get older and I'm, I'm leaving them at home for extended periods with mom. Right. And it's like, I'm going out to hunt and I get back and I've got all these stories about what I saw and what I experienced and wanting to share that with them. But they were at the time too young to really take them out. And I still can't do, you know, when we go out, it's a very different, looking hunt than when I go out on my own. Right. And so being able to take that and share that with them, share that with my wife, share that with my buddies, kind of like you're saying, share it with your grandpa, who's always been your biggest supporter when it comes to hunting. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what got me into it as well. And, you know, another thing that kind of drew me to Tacticam was like you said, you'd have a phone set up or you have uh, a GoPro set up with a certain kind of mount, or you've got uh, I even had like the big, you know, camcorder, a little bit bigger camera and all that stuff for yeah. one reason or another gets clunky or it doesn't work. Or my big thing with other point of view cameras is the mounts and adapters are not made for hunters. They're they're yeah. And, and so you're always fighting it. You can never find just the right way to mount it to your weapon because you put it on your shotgun and you do like I do. And it pops off in the middle of a cornfield. And you've got to go back to the cornfield and search for this thing, you know, a 70 acre cornfield. It's like, where did this come off? I have no idea. So it looks like yeah. my camera is going to get tilled under, uh, you know, this spring or, or whatever. Uh, or like you said, your phone, you know, you try to set it up right. It ends up falling over or you've got the big camcorder and you got to lug that thing all the way back in. So this past year I made it to day seven carrying a larger camcorder with my tactic cams. You know, I try to get a lot of different angles uh, during my rut hunt this year in Wisconsin and uh, day eight, I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving the big thing and the camera arm back at home. I've got the Tacticams with me, so I'm pretty confident that I can cover everything that I need to cover. And, uh, man, just so 
it's so user-friendly compared to some of the other options out there for trying to get started filming your hunts. You know? Yeah, I agree. Just Happy way... Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're okay. Tacticam is, you know, it's really designed for hunters. It's designed for the elements. It's designed for for your guns. Everything is built for a hunter's perspective. And that's one thing I love about it, too. Is, you know, they take every detail into mind. Every, you know, we're not the easiest on things. So if you drop your Tacticam, I mean, it's already coated with, you know, the rubber silicone that's going to help embrace the, you know, impact of a fall. It's weatherproof. It's you know, it has all of the little elements and the little things that we need to protect our equipment as hunters. And it's also so light and so durable that it just is so convenient. It's, I love them. They've really changed hunting and changed the whole filming process. Yeah, for sure. So if it, when it comes to hunting then, so I've got a, a personal favorite uh, when it comes to what I like to use my tacticams for. So I think Number one hunting for me is deer hunting. It always will be. It was my first love, you know, when it comes to hunting in the outdoor space. But for me, the one thing that I am craziest about filming is my turkey hunts because I don't have to worry about scent. So I can set up cameras just all over the place and like canvas my area and turkeys come in and they just act, especially early season in Wisconsin, you get them in on some decoys and they just act foolish, you know, and and the video that you can get from that is just wild so if you had to pick one thing to pursue with your tacticam so maybe not your favorite thing to hunt but your favorite thing to film the hunt on what would that be i would still i'd probably pick a waterfowl probably geese um i guess this past november i went to texas and hunted sam hill crane oh and nice that was a blast they decoy so well they come in and it, i mean they're really big birds yeah they're hardy birds Getting those on film and, you know, watching that again was so cool and so fun. So I would say probably sandhill cranes or geese would be my, my go-to for filming. They're just, I love watching them decoy. I love, you know, just the sun is always so pretty. I just, I don't know, there's nothing better than waterfowl hunting, in my opinion, for filming. Sure, but turkeys sure. are just fine. I mean, they're exciting too. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like the, and I've come to find this over the last couple of years, like, I like the aggression of a turkey when it comes in and starts beating up on a decoy. And I like, I think that's one of the things, too, that I like about hunting, especially deer during the rut, right? Like, it's it's that aggression. That buck is in a different mood than he's in for the whole rest of the year. And I think that's what I love about turkey hunting as well, because that turkey, that gobbler is in a different mood, you know, the, in the spring than he's in for pretty much the whole rest of the year. And something about capturing that on film is just, it's crazy. I mean, I, I love filming my, my bow hunts and stuff with my tactic cams as well, but something about the, the way turkeys respond to those decoys is just, it's crazy. So do you have like a specific uh, hunt, let's say, that, that like is the picturesque in your mind tactic cam video footage that you're like, man, this is the clip that I would put up there with any others out there? Personally, I don't have one yet that I've really been like in love with of my own, but in my job, seeing all of the content people create and send to me, I've seen some amazing hunts. Um, I've, you know, with turkey season coming up, I have several people that have sent me these awesome turkey hunting videos where 
they even put their taxi cam inside of a decoy. Oh yeah. And it's just so cool to get that. Um, or the turkey reapers. Those are really cool. There's several people who've like rigged them to put a taxi cam in their reapers. Those have been really cool to watch. And then the waterfowl videos have been awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. There's, there is a little bit when it comes to, um, not as much for bow hunting I've found for deer, but when it comes to, you know, especially waterfowl hunting or pheasant hunting or deer or, uh, um, turkey hunting, there's a little bit of a learning curve with using the Tacticam. And it's not because the Tacticam is tough to, to use. It's the keeping your gun pointed where the action is, you know, cause my, yeah. when I first started using it, my temptation was always to, you know, raise the gun at the last second, take the shot and then gun goes right back down. And if you yes. do that, you can miss a lot of the action. So I've had to train myself over the last couple of years to, okay, <clears throat> keep the gun pointed where you want it. You know, remember, remember basically your gun is filming. Like that's the biggest thing. Your gun is the camera. And if you can remember that, you're going to be fine. But if you forget it, uh, it could, it could create some problems for you. So I, I actually did reap a turkey last year. I haven't done a ton of reaping, uh, but I did reap one last year and I thought, man, this is going to be awesome. Snuck all the way in there. And all you can see is like grass, you know, until, until the last second. And then I, I popped up and took the shot and you see that. And then the gun goes back down and then you kind of oh, see no. me walking over to the bird, but I just got so caught up in the moment, you know, that I, I kind of missed a lot of the, a lot of the action, but anyway, so let's uh, let's jump into uh, into gear now. Last time I had somebody from Tacticam on, I talked with Rudy, and there was a lot in the works at that point because we were still using the 5.0, the 5.0 wide, and he was telling me, "Hey, there's some there's some cool stuff coming." And I was like, "Well, awesome, Rudy. Tell me about the cool stuff." And he's like, "Nah, no, not yet. Uh, give us about a month and a half." And it was about a month and a half later that the announcement started rolling and that kind of thing for the 6.0 and some other stuff. So, run me through kind of Tacticam's you know main models right now, and uh, maybe some of the new features that set it apart from some of the previous models. Yeah. So our newest cameras are the 6.0 and the Solo Extreme. My go-to camera has been the 6.0. I don't go anywhere without it. I, I love it. The image stabilization is amazing. There's an LCD screen on the 6.0, so it kind of takes that guesswork out of where your camera's pointing. I feel like how you were saying, you know, your camera is on your gun and your gun is doing the filming. And it is one thing to keep in mind. You know, you always have to, like, kind of keep your gun up a little bit longer. With the 6.0, I feel like it kind of takes that you know, reminder out because you see it on your screen. You can see where it's going. You can see what it's doing. That is really nice. The quality of the image is amazing. I mean, the videos you get off of the 6.0 are, you know, really similar to like shooting off of your phone. The quality is great. Um, With the Solo Extreme, that one, we kind of morphed the 5.0 and the 5Y together. So there's just a screw on wide lens and it, it gives you like the same viewpoint as the 5.0 wide, but you don't have two different cameras. It's all in one and it's super easy to change out the lens. You could do it really quickly, which is nice. They both um, are a lot more water resistant or waterproof, so they can withstand a lot more. They have a coating on the outside as well for drop resistance. 
the battery life is better. I mean, overall, I love the 5.0, I do, but these two new cameras, they can really knocks it out of the park with them. Just want to take a quick minute to let you know that the Wisconsin Sportsman Podcast is brought to you by Tacticam, makers of the best point-of-view cameras on the market for hunters and anglers. They're on the cutting edge making user-friendly cameras to help the everyday outdoorsman share your hunt with friends and loved ones. Their new 6.0 camera has a ton of upgraded features this year, but the one I'm most excited about is the new LCD touchscreen. In my mind, that is a total game changer. And one area Tacticam really shines is with their mounts and adapters that are made with the sportsman in mind. If you've tried to film your hunting and fishing excursions, you know just how frustrating it can be to try to get an action camera aimed just right or get it attached to your weapon or in a good spot for a second angle. Well, Tacticam makes all of that a breeze with their line of mounts and adapters. This fall, I'm going to be using their stabilizer mount on my bow with the 6.0 camera and their bendy clamp paired with the 5.0 wide camera for a second angle and to make sure I don't miss any of the action. To learn more and check out their full line of products, head over to their website, Tacticam.com, and share your hunt with Tacticam. Yeah, that 6.0, man, is is just, it's incredible. And for me, the, the image stabilization, I was really happy with my 5 five O's and my, my five O wide, um, really, really happy with those cameras, fantastic cameras, but the 6.0 kind of took that image stabilization up just a whole, whole other notch. Like that was a pretty big leap to me. And then the LCD screen is, is obviously a a pretty big, uh, a pretty big game changer. Now, one thing I do want to mention though, is you guys have an app that can go along with these cameras. You can tie your, you know, you can see, what your camera sees through the use of the app as well. So, you know, if somebody's thinking, well, man, if I get one of these other, if I get the solo extreme, then I'm not going to be able to see what my camera's pointed at. It's like, no, you can see it. You just, is it Wi-Fi? I think it's Wi-Fi, not Bluetooth, right? That it connects so, to your phone? Yeah, it's like a, it is more so like a Bluetooth connection. Okay. Um, So you'll just turn on, it is like, it says Wi-Fi, but it goes through more so like a Bluetooth connection. Okay. You don't have to like a lot of people kind of confuse it and feel like it needs to go off their house Wi-Fi in order to connect, and that's not the case. Sure. So still so, so connect that way, and yeah, you can control your cameras from the phone app, and you can do it with the 6.0 still as well. But kind of takes out that with the LCD screen. But on the Solo Extreme, you can still hook it up to your phone, connect the same way as you did the 5.0, and control it right from your phone as well. Yeah, and then, so for me, one of the biggest, um, I guess, game changers, and I got one as soon as I got the, as soon as I got my first Tacticams, I got the remote as well because I could think about how useful that was going to be. But man, when you're hunting and you can just have that remote in your pocket or something, and be able to just press that one button and all your cameras turn on like that to me is amazing. Tell me a little bit. I'm, I'm not as familiar with how many cameras you can link to that. And can you link multiple different kinds of cameras to the, to the remote all at once? Oh yeah. So with turkey season coming up, a big thing is multiple angles because I mean, the way they decoy, the way they strut, everything is just so cool to like get on film. So I have a 5.0, my 6.0, my solo extreme. I have my fish eye and we can hook all of those cameras up to the remote. So they need to be on your app and then you'll just pair them up to your remote. And as soon as you press that remote on, it's going to turn on all of your cameras and you can set up to five cameras on that remote. That's awesome. That's awesome. So 
one thing I don't have experience with is the fisheye camera. Um, I need to pick one up because I've got a buddy who trout fishes. He's a, he's a guide actually. And I just think that would be awesome to pit, to get some small stream footage of trout, you know, while he's out fly fishing. Uh, tell me a little bit about the fisheye. Like what makes it different from some of the other cameras? So the fisheye is really designed for fishing. Um, I've seen it used for hunting. It's going to have a loop mode. So it's going to pick up your most memorable, you know, kind of action packed times of your hunt. And it's going to highlight that viewpoint on your cameras on like whenever you go back to play and back. The fisheye, um, it's just going to give you that loop mode that I talked about and it's submergible. So you can put it like in the water, get different hunts and, you know, fishing tactics, things like that. You yeah. can just get different points with it. So it's really just made more so for fishing and sure. for those. Yeah. That's submersible ability for me just seems like it'd be really cool. So uh, do you do much trout fishing at all? I've never trout fished, oh but goodness. I do have coming up this year. I I recommend everybody give it a shot, but if you get into some of those small creeks like in Wisconsin and if, you know, you'll have undercut banks and that's where the the big ones really like to hang out. So I've always thought like, man, how cool would it be to get one of those on a long pole and stick that fish eye underneath there to see what, what you could see, you know, underneath the, the bank of the creek that you can't see from, from up above. So, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, it, it's turkey season, basically, in just a few days. I leave for Iowa in a couple of days. I've been hunting a little bit in Georgia with my kids um, for the youth season. That was amazing. What are some of your, I guess, tips and tricks to capturing your turkey hunt? Because tactic cams are super, super simple to use. But that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that somebody's going to just walk out there their first time ever with it and get, like, the best angles and have the, you know, the right kind of setup. Like it takes some toying and some playing and some moving things around to get everything exactly how you want it. So maybe run us through how you would set up for, for turkeys or maybe some tips and tricks you've picked up along the way. Yeah. So having multiple different viewpoints for turkeys is a lot of fun and it, you know, it just kind of helps give different angles of your hunt. I have my 6.0 goes in the barrel mount and that's going to be on my shotgun. Then my five wide, I kind so where I hunt, it's like a little, it's like a low land. So I walk downhill and it's like just a little flat point with a creek. So I kind of have my five a little bit further back so it can get the whole, you know, kind of landscape view of my hunt. Yep. Then I'm going to put one in my decoy as well. Just to like give that, you know, hopefully I can get a good strutter coming in and go after my decoy and get a cool video of that. but. I mean, I think that would be a really fun way, too. I've seen a lot of people do it. So they've been putting it inside. There's, like, with AV and X decoys, there's, like, a hole right in the decoy that, like, fits the tactic cam perfectly in there. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> that way. And then just, I love, too, a big one, and they make really good videos, is have one aiming back at yourself, too. Yeah. Watch yourself and being able to, like, see your emotion and how excited you get after shooting or, like, with your kids. I love seeing all the kids shoot and everything like that too. So have one back at you. Then another great one is we have a bendy clamp mount and it's really versatile, super easy to use. I mean, you could even clamp it to a, a tree limb or if you're in a 
a tree, you know, anything on a blind, you can clamp it onto the blind. And, you know, that gives you really good viewpoints. It makes it really easy just to kind of manipulate the camera in any way. Yeah, that, that bendy clamp mount is like probably my favorite piece. Uh, I mean, I love the cameras are great, but like the bendy clamp mount for me is like the the rock star of of um, of accessories, if you if you want to say that. So I like to have obviously one on the barrel mount on my gun. Then I like to have one on a bendy clamp kind of behind me, kind of getting that over the shoulder shot, looking out at the decoys. Yeah. And then I've also used it to you know have aiming back at you, you know, to kind of get the whole picture there. And then you can actually take that bendy clamp and kind of twist it a little bit like a snake and it sits really nicely on the ground. So I'll go put that out in the middle of my decoys and just have it like typically if, I've, if I'm running decoys, I've got a Jake and a hen decoy and I'll have it yeah. aimed back at the Jake because that's typically where that gobbler is going first, you know. And so, exactly. you know, at that point, you've got one over my shoulder, one on my gun, one looking back at me, one in the decoys. And uh, man, that's a hard that's a hard setup to beat. At that point. It is. Yeah. You get every angle and then having your remote to turn them all on makes a world of difference as well. Yeah. Just the bendy clamp mount is by far. I feel like once people start to use it, they realize how great they are, how versatile they are. Um, even like a stake with our universal mount, you can put those two together and that universal mount can, you know, really go on anything and be anywhere. So having those set up, you know, by a tree, looking at your decoys and, you know, just kind of lining the edge, those work really well too. Yeah, that, that's one thing I forgot. So I actually got a, just like a metal rod that's threaded from the hardware store yeah. and just screwed it right into the universal clip. And you can take that and just drive that into the ground wherever you are and then point that thing wherever you want. And that's, that's really awesome. You guys don't have like a stake that's specifically made for that yet, right? No, not yet, but I'm hoping that we can get something in the works on that. I think that'd be good. I think it would too, because I've been going the cheapo hardware store route and, uh, my, my metal, metal threaded stakes starting to look pretty rough. Uh, so yeah. I'll just send an email <laughs> and see what we can get going There you go. Tell, tell them the Wisconsin sportsman and everybody else that listens to it. Uh, they, they all want the, they want the stake. So, uh, yes. Talk to me a little bit about the run and gun guy because, you know, I love setting up, especially in the morning, in a blind, over the decoys because I'm typically real tight to the roost tree. Um, for those mornings that it doesn't happen off the roost, though, or you you don't get what you're looking for, I'm not the kind of guy that has a lot of patience to sit on that field edge uh, or no. sit in that blind. So I'm ready, I'm ready to get moving, and I still want to film my hunt. So – any, any tips and tricks, you know, for somebody who's maybe not using a blind or maybe they, you know, one thing I do, I ditch the decoys. Once I get into the timber, I don't bring them. And that's probably just laziness on my part. You know, I don't, I don't want to carry them around at, anymore. You know, I just want to run a gun and get after the turkeys. So uh, any tips for how to set up when you're, you know, running and gunning through the timber? Yeah. And I think that's a great point too. I mean, I don't think anyone, you know, if we're running and gunning, we're, we're not bringing decoys. Sure. So you make a shoulder mount, you can put the shoulder mount on and have a tactic cam on there. So that's going to, you know, give you a really good viewpoint that way. Then of course, you know, you have a shotgun and you're going to put the barrel mount on your shotgun. So you have a video there. You can have your tactic cam. Then with the stakes that we talked about too, you can easily just pick those up, slide it in your book bag and 
know, kind of set it down wherever, or even the bendy clamp mount. If you're on the go and, you know, you're running and you have to get down quick, if you clip it to like your book bag or something behind you or, you know, even your turkey vest, if you have like a turkey vest on, you could even clip it to that with the shoulder mount and you have two different angles, you know, coming right from you too. Yeah. And that's, so with the bendy clamp mount, one thing I've started doing, whether I'm running a turkey vest or whether I'm, I've got a backpack, cause I kind of swap back and forth depending on, honestly, depending on how long I'm going to be gone from the truck. Like if I'm going to be gone all day, I've got a lunch in the backpack. I've got water in the backpack. You know, I'm not just going to bring my vest, but I will have that bendy clamp attached to my, um, to my strap or to my vest and it holds really, really well. I think that's one thing that sets it apart from, you know, some other adapters and, and mounts for other kinds of cameras is it grips really, really hard. So if you put it on yeah. your backpack strap, it's not coming off. You know, it's not like some others that are just going to slide around or be floppy. I mean, you get it exactly where you need it to be. Yeah. It'll sit secure on your turkey vest or a backpack strap. And then you have a really good, you know, viewpoint from there. And that's another way to self-film. And you have your hands free that way, too. So you can still focus on shooting your turkey, getting down, but also still filming your hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's really good. So when I'm when I'm running and gunning, I typically will have all of my Tacticams with me. But like you said, sometimes you got to drop. So the, the two that I always have going, I'm at least going to have, obviously, the barrel mount. And then I'm probably going to have my 5.0 wide kind of or I, I don't have a solo extreme right now, but I guess you could put the solo extreme with the wide angle lens on there and get that one back up behind me, just a little higher than my head level, kind of getting that, you know, whatever I'm looking at, it's getting the view. Yeah. And one thing that I've done before, which is really cool is have that one pulled up on my phone so I can see the screen. And because it's a little bit higher, I can see sometimes the Turkey coming or I can, maybe it's the only look that I got at the Turkey on my phone. So it's a little screen down low so I can stay nice and hunkered down and I'm just kind of peering over at my phone and I'm like, okay, he's coming or I can see, you know, his tail fan coming through the timber or whatever. And there have been several hunts that that's all I saw of the turkey. You know, I, he never made a peep again or I never saw him with my eyes, but I knew he was there because of the, because I'm using my, my phone to kind of see whatever the 5.0 wide is looking at. That's smart. That is good way of not scaring your turkey well yeah because i've had so many times where it's like okay he must not be there and you stand up and he flies off you know 50 yards away and it's like well that was a that was a waste of a a hunt so yeah all (laughs) right let's talk about what's next uh coming out from from tacticam any new stuff on the horizon that you can share or are we uh we sticking with the solo extreme and the 6.0 for now we're sticking with the 6.0 and the solo extreme for now um I'm going to follow in Rudy's footsteps on this one. And we we do have some more fun, exciting things coming out, of course. We can't release it yet or talk <laughs> about it. But we, we do have a lot of really cool things coming out. New new technology, new ways of filming and recording. So it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for everybody to find out and to start using it. But for now, we do have to keep it on the hush. That's awesome. I'll, I'll keep putting you guys on the spot. Every time I get you on the show, I'm just going to put you on the spot and make you say, ah, you'll have to wait until later. And, uh, <laughs> but we can always come and cover that another time. So, well, why don't you tell everyone where they can keep up with the latest news from Tacticam, the latest from you and, um, yeah, where they can pick up some Tacticam gear. If hopefully they're, they're listening to this and they're like, okay, I, I can film my hunt. Like this is within reach for me and I'm interested in buying a camera. Where can they go do all that? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think everybody should start filming their hunts. Taxicam, we make such good products. I, I absolutely love it. And I wouldn't work for the company if I didn't stand behind the product as well. So taxicam.com is a really good way to get your products. You ship fast. Um, there's also, if you go and sign up to receive our text messages and emails, you get a chance to win, you know, for the next few months where I know this month we're giving away a free 6.0 just by going and signing up for email notifications. So, uh, we're in Fast Pro, Shields, Cabela's, all of those local stores have them. Um, that's a great way just to go and pick up a 6.0 solo extreme and start filming. Then... Um, we have a really good social media base as well. So, so in the community, we'd love to have you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you said you guys ship fast. So I got a text message from FedEx this morning that says I've got a couple of cameras that will be here between 10 and two today. So I'm growing the fleet, uh, looking excited there. I'm excited to add a few more looking like it's going to be a pretty, uh, a pretty full set of cameras heading to, uh, to Iowa with me. So. Uh, well, Zoe, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you coming on and uh, look forward to talking again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's all for this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you dig this show, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you get your podcasts. While you're at it, if you could leave me a five-star review, I would very much appreciate that. You can also follow along with my outdoor adventures on Instagram at the Wisconsin Sportsman or at How to Hunt Deer. That's also the best way to get a hold of me. Suggest topics, guests, or questions that you'd like me to explore on the show. Big thanks to our partners, Tacticam, Huntworth, and Onyx. Please go support the brands that support this show. And if you're looking for more great outdoor content, check out the sportsmansempire.com where you'll find my other podcast, the How to Hunt Deer podcast, as well as a ton of other awesome outdoor podcasts. And until next time, make sure you make the time to get outside and enjoy the incredible natural resources that are ours as Wisconsin sportsmen.